I can just do that in the editing side. Stick out the mandolin and the, the voice. The whole thing, really. Alright, start the show. What's up, suckers? Welcome Ooh. to Hop Heroes, brother. The show where we talk about our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes, fool. I'm your host, Jordan Aerith, and with me as always, we have talented artist and comic enthusiast, Jared Gonzalez. What's up, up Jay? JR? Like your jive talking. Nice jive well, talking. I'm angry right now. I don't know why. But I'm talking <laughs> like I'm angry. <laughs> that's your angry talk? No, that's my blade talk, dude. That's my blade <laughs> right there. And then we got our third host, Zach Barlow. How you living? Sup, fool? Jive turkey? Bro, you look like Hancock right now. <laughs> that's true, you do. <laughs> Hancock? That beanie. And, Who's Hancock? And for those listeners, we're all, we're all repping the shades right now. You don't know who Hancock is? We'll do an episode on him. Don't worry. But you look like... Googling. Currently Hardcore Googling. Hancock right now. Oh, is he man. badass? Yeah. Does yeah. he get all the ladies? Yeah. He's Will Smith, dude. It's Big Will. Come on now. Oh. 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 That, oh, that Hancock? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, bro. I'm Hancock as hell. <laughs> hell yeah, bro. Hancock as hell. <laughs> Motherfucker. Hancock as hell. And then we got our uh, our guy in the chair who I'd imagine is having a fabulous day, uh, Vinny McBroom. What's going on, man? Sounders. Hey. Yeah, Today's a so good what? Sunday. And why That's is that? For sure. Well, we because we lifted the cup today. 2019 MLS Cup champions. Yeah. That's big, dude. Dude, That's second huge. second time we won MLS Cup. It's another trophy for the trophy case. There's plenty of trophies actually in soccer in every league, so we got a full trophy case. That's why they hate us. Um, That's why I'm I'm curious. Like, what is the what is the um, so this is the MLS Cup? Yeah, so this is pretty much like the Super Bowl comparison, if you will. But then there's other trophies like the Supporter Shield goes to the team with the best record, and t- typically in most other leagues around the world, that's pretty much like the only trophy is like goes to the one person with the best record top team but in america we have playoffs and that's our tradition mm. here so oh that's kind of tight mm-hmm. as we should I, yeah so and it, it's funny because it's starting to attract a lot of international players because they're like what are playoffs that sounds stupid and then they start watching it and understanding it and they're like oh i like it we don't have yeah, to necessarily yeah, bro, be the, get the best cinderella team story bro like, yeah, yeah it's the underdog creates some drama yeah it. yeah 100%. but i mean so that's you put a star above your crest for each trophy, so this is for the 2016 one. So I'll oh, be getting shit. Also, oh, for the jerseys next year, there's going to be two stars? Mm-hmm. That's sick. So I'm going to have to get Misa, me another jersey. So I'm excited. Oh, Hell right. yeah, bro. Uh, Storied right, franchise. Yeah, it's, it's a great tight. day. But I'm, this yeah, is I'm your day. so tired, so I'm drinking an energy <laughs> drink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine recording an episode after like the Super Bowl if the Hawks were in it or something. I would be a quarter. It'd be such a it, 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 I mean it'd just be a bad idea, I think. Yeah, the game was or a at great noon, idea. So I started with a Bloody Mary when you're supposed to in the morning. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, yeah, today we're talking Blade and uh the fitting pairing, uh we're drinking Bloody Marys. Um personally not a fan myself. I think I've tried a Bloody Mary once in my life. JR, are you drinking Bloody Mary too? And uh JR's got the bloody on his Look side. Wow! Yeah, with my little Special bitty occasion itty, day, little bitty garnish, little, little bit the cutest garnish. What is that garnish, bro? It's so cute. Look at! Don't you just want to give it a kiss? You just want to give it a nice little schmooch. Look at that so little bad. baby, dude. Little baby. Check out, check out my garnish game, dude, dude. What is that though? Like, a, is that a little jalapeno? No, it's celery. It's a celery. 
It's a little celery rib. Wow. Rib. That's like so sad. I uh so That's like not sad. Ninety five percent of the of the Bloody Mary game is, is how, how hard your garnish game goes. So this I went I went a little ham on my garnishes. So <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck? Is that bacon? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I got a, and you got the salted cup. Oh man, I'm kind of jealous. I got the salted rim here. I got the the lime wedge. I got three three uh, crispy strips of bacon in there, and then I got a, a Polynesian sausage, just uh, about a foot and a half longer, to top it I off. Just, this way, my garnish game goes hard. I'm not gonna hard. lie. The way that sausage is hanging out of that cup, though, man. Oh, it's phallic. It, I, Looks it's real foul. It's foul as shit. Well, that, I also phallic. feel like that's gonna give you oh, the shits God. later. That's not the. That's not the visual we need. Yeah, Sorry, that's not good either. I feel like that's not <laughs> the best thing for your stomach. I feel like you're going to get the squirts out of your butthole. Dude, because Jordan, of that. Jordan's not worried about his stomach right yeah, now. Wait, what, what do you mean, Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> Does not compute. Well, a... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jordan's like, what do you mean? <laughs> so let's dive in. Actually, dude, Zantac had a recall today. Uh, <laughs> some of the... the and acids, it's a, have some purities in it, so like it's unhealthy for people. So Zantac's like recalling all their shit on the subject of oh, stomachs. Um, but let's dive into Bloody Don't Marys. There. So uh, Bloody Marys, there's been a lot of controversy over where it originated. Uh, originated who created the name, who created the drink. Um, but the most common story I found was uh, comedian George Jessel, who was a frequenter of Twenty One Club in New York back in the 1920s, 1930s. He would always order vodka and tomato Those juice. Was a good time. And so they uh, for that thought that, okay, so Jessel created the Bloody Mary, but it was just vodka and tomato juice. And then uh, Fernand Petiot uh, perfected it, he claims, in 1934 by adding uh, salt, pepper, cayenne, Worcestershire, and then uh, ice and lemon juice. So depending on who you, who you give credit to, there was just tomato juice and vodka or there was the Bloody Mary, the modern Bloody Mary we have today. Um, and the name was associated with Queen Mary, uh, the first of England. Um, because she was uh, nicknamed Bloody Mary in the Fox's Book of Martyrs for attempting to reestablish the Catholic Church in England. So oh, yeah. um, it was around that same same era. Um, so that's and the I history. I imagine that was like there were bloody battles that ensued without it, those attempts. Yeah, it wasn't like, hey, you guys want to do this? Let's have a, let's have a group discussion. There was, <laughs> all, like, all I, I envision yeah. is like the bloody stumps from like Mighty, Pon- Mighty Python or, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just a flesh wound. <laughs> I was hoping that this was going to have something to do with that, that horror game that kids used to play, like in a bathroom with the door closed where they'd be like, bloody oh, no. Like if well, you say it three or four times, I then think like the ghost shows up. Did you guys ever yeah, play I never. I fucking didn't play it. I refused to play it. Vinny's <laughs> oh. been scarred for life, apparently, because of it. But, uh, yeah, I think it has to do with the Catholic Church. Wait, so is that horror game in reference to that woman that made all those blood Queen battles? Mary? Uh, yeah, is that, like, the girl that would show up? That's just a shot in the dark, but, I mean, for the sake, of, makes the, sense, for the sake of the episode, absolutely it is. Yep, yep you're right. right. Absolutely. All right. So this is my least favorite part of drinking Bloody Marys. Wait, wait. Can, I, can we do this, though? Before we – can we do the taste individually and then you tell me how you made it? Yeah. Because I feel like we may have all made it differently. Yeah, sure. All right. Because you said that, you know, it used to just be tomatoes, tomato juice and vodka. That's all that's in this cup. <laughs> that's your Bloody Marys? Like, I thought that's what Bloody Marys were. Okay. Like, do you have more shit in your cup? Like, well, I, that's my question. I, I bought a pre-made mix. So, yeah, I have Bloody Mary mix. Oh, you got a Bloody Mary mix? Mm-hmm. Mr. Okay, Mr. So this T. is a tomato tomato juice and vodka taste. So this is the Jessel edition. Um, 
I'm weird. I kind of like it. You are weird. Yeah, I kind of like it. I mean, it tastes like there's like it, it tastes like tomato tomato juice, but with a bite, and the ice is, makes it super cold. And I don't know. I've always liked Bloody Mary, so even even though this is like a broken down version of it, like there's not other things in it, I can still rock with it. I think I just like tomato juice. Yeah, I don't like tomato juice. That's the the difference between me and you, I guess. Not a, not a big fan, but I'll I'll get it over with. Let's throw it back. That's actually really good. That's not bad at all. See? <laughs> yeah. See? That tastes like, um, like remember Chef Boyardee, the little fucking ravioli cans? <laughs> that yeah. tastes like the, the sauce in the ravioli can. And there's but like, a little bit thinner and yeah, way colder. And there's two shots of vodka in there, and you don't even know. So I can get behind that. That's actually surprisingly delicious. Um, all right. I'm excited. JR, throw it back with that garnish. Don't get Just the garnish it. in the way. Chug it. That tastes like horse shit. No, that's <laughs> nasty. I'm sorry. What the hell would you drink that for other than to like regurgitate it? I like I throw it. I just um, dude, you hated it that much. God damn. I, for, it, for some reason, I thought you were gonna turn that around. Like I was like, he's yeah, he's thinking about it. It, it was, yeah. but then well, I I wanted forward. to give it a chance, and then it just got worse as it went down. So no, um, but I I made it. I mean, I didn't put any ice in it, so it's just. Like, oh, God. That's not ideal, bro. Yeah. Got it. Okay, so lukewarm it's like really Marys. thick. It's like really thick with like a yeah, one shot man. of vodka. You gotta have ice in it. Can't drink blood well, I'm warm, like, dude. Dude, I like my blood warm. <laughs> you Salt vampires okay. like their blood. Okay, mm. you, you leech. Yeah. <laughs> not a vampire. You're a leech. <laughs> well, no, that's like I'm the derogatory term for vampires that Blade uses. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. The okay. leeches. I the damn leeches. I yep. see you. All right, all right. Well, that's our beverage breakdown. So, uh, two fans. Vinny, you're not drinking one, are you? No, I had, I had one this morning only because my Vinny's hammered. Only because <laughs> uh, my dad claims he makes the best Bloody Mary. So I was like, I don't like mm. Bloody Marys, and he's like, you you gotta try mine. And like you get like Jordan's like, you know my dad. So yeah, he convinced so me. Good? I guess was it good? His Bloody Mary. It was it was all right. I'm just not. I don't like tomatoes. I don't like tomato juice. I'm not a big. Meat. You don't like tomatoes at all? <sighs> like I'm. A, I like red sauce, and it's all right. But I'm like. Like I don't. I prefer not to have tomatoes on my sandwiches and stuff. I'm just not a tomato guy, so Bloody Mary is oh. not my thing. But I'm also I not. Hear you. I'm, I'm also not into vodka, and those are. It's like Bloody Mary is. It's kind of the two, two components. Yeah, it's the two things that I don't like. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that makes sense. All right, yeah. all right. Here's to uh, some well, more caffeine. Yeah, slam back that energy drink. I'm I'm a converted uh, believer. I'm not gonna say it's my favorite drink, but I can actually drink this, and I get a little snack on the way, so nothing wrong with that. Hell all right. yeah, man. All right, so that's our beverage breakdown. Let's hop into uh, story time with Jr. Let's talk Blade, Jr. What, we, what do you got for us? So Blade is a very interesting research project because what we typically try to do is find like a story arc and then kind of you know go through there and evaluate it. And then for me, I, I get to like uh, uh, leg off and, and do other research for it. Um, but there wasn't really like a constant story. I knew this would be one of the biggest problems. We kind of talked about it in Slack. Where you know what what story, what story arc we should read, um, but we ch- we chose one that kind of I guess gave an intro to Blade and um, his first you know introductory uh, you know what issue right so you know Blade was uh, created by Marv uh, Wolfman 
um, who's done a lot of other, you know, like the Infinity Crisis and done some big type comics. And what then, a great name uh, to create a vampire hunter, but your last name's Wolfman. That's Wolfman. perfect. That's <laughs> yeah, a perfect. Yeah, that's actually is a very good. I mean, the Wolfman is one of the, you know, it parts why he was like a slave to Dracula, but um, kind of turned on him like, you know owner versus you know pet kind of deal but yeah uh, and then uh the artist was uh, gene collins but the storyline follows uh it's obviously the tomb of dracula is where blade originated number 10 and the story kind of follows uh in this issue follows blade starting off um saving a couple from three vampires and that kind of turns into a a revenge thing for dracula and trying to lure out blade throughout the storyline um, and Blade was, you know, back in, what, what is this, 1973? So you're talking, the reason Jordan's talking jive is because that's how Blade talks. <laughs> I mean, he's a, yeah. he's a, a, a black male man with uh, afro and some yellow sunglasses and a green leather jacket that only... Dude, a, uh, <laughs> were those goggles? Like, they looked like goggles to me. Were they sunglasses They were goggles? like big goggles, but they called them, you know, it was, I don't know, maybe it was like to... There's a purpose, probably somewhere along the line, but I don't know why. Yeah, it looked cool as fucking shit. The shit was whack, yeah. dude. <laughs> um, yeah, but I bet you at the time, bro. Come on, he had like man. a gotta, green gotta, jacket, gotta, gotta yellow. Push in dude, the, 70s. the big green collar jacket—that's famous back yeah. then, you know. And um, yeah, he talks like a, a off-key shaft, like in his dialogue. <laughs> that's <laughs> so true. <laughs> it's so. I got a lot of and, thoughts about this. Um. And the the blade that everybody's used to is from the 1998 movie with Wesley Snipes, where he's wearing all black, you know, silver everywhere. This blade is is colorful with wood stakes and a belt, you know, that's kind of over his, you know, uh, strapped around him. And um, it's kind of a very, very uh, different blade. It's a very different start to where he's at now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a little bit. Of, there's a lot of history through blades that i'll i'll review throughout the episode um but blades real name is eric brooks right um his mother his origin story is a very it's a very important origin story because it's how he it's how he's developed right he's his mother was it was serves as by, his main motivation i feel like throughout absolutely most of his, the rest of his yep. character mm-hmm. it's a big time it's one of the most important origin stories because sometimes you get an origin story and it doesn't really mean anything to who the character is it's just like boom there's an explosion and this guy got some superpowers yay you know yeah. what i mean like captain marvel yeah like her mm-hmm. powers were kind of like you know everybody else's kind of like the fantastic four you know uh they're they're very special events you know that they had to create them spider-man that, i think spider-man you know so i think this this origin story was much more personal and much more yeah. um intense and I, I always felt um vampires were kind of like a, a rape date kind of situation you know like i always felt like they're bro very i felt that way too reading this right? i was like this feels like a almost like a commentary on like sexual assault yeah, yeah dude big time I, I felt like it would not go over well in these this day and age with certain readers because you're like there's like first of all it's like manpower all like all over it, right like man has the ultimate power over women in this in a lot of this stuff and then um and definitely like uh like the way dracula talks to the women oh you're beautiful i want you one of mine like you're one of my you know type of per- people and yeah that was well kind who of needs like who needs roofies when you have mind control you know like yeah you need to fucking spike somebody's drink and he's sure. like 
You want to yeah, come that's to pretty my weird. Room. I, I also feel like Dracula would like act all cool and like be, and get the girls like to trust him, and then once they like got alone, he would like spring on them, and it just felt <laughs> very like uh, it's getting it's kind of rapey. Yeah, it's getting kind of it's rapey. very rapey. <laughs> it's yeah. very rapey. Uh, I don't think they which, ever which bang us- though, right? He just eats them. Like, does he? No, that's the thing. Like that, and and I feel like listeners should know too that that. There is Dracula is not, not a rapist. Like he's, he's just well, a murderer. This, yeah. The reason why we're commenting commenting on this is not because it's actually like a scene of sexual assault. It's that it's so close to it without it actually being that that it yeah. feels like there's some it, it's some type of parallel. Like so, what what would happen is the vampires would attack these women, and then they would the the main goal for the vampires to just get, suck the blood from the women, not actually you know have sex with them, yeah. but. The women were always dressed very yeah, it's a good like, point. Very little clothing, and it was always like a physical thing in a bedroom of some sort, and it just felt really like kind of yeah. cringy. Like, yeah. oh, this is getting. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, they're always like you're saying, slippy. Like you could almost see everything, and they're like especially curved in the right spots. And Dracula is like overpowering them with you know even this is a blade story but that's kind that's kind of the cool part about blade like he did not treat his women like that he was completely the opposite and like talking to you know he was very much like engaged in who the women are in his one woman you know saf saffron that was his Mm -hmm. chick in the in the book yeah um but that's kind of like i mean that kind of leads into his origin story i mean vampires seem to take advantage of of who of everybody but it just happens that in that timeline they were writing about you know, hit him hit him with men. the origin story. All right, let's go with the origin story. Or, origin story is where Blade's oh, hey, origin story. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy's Hola, como estas? Muy bien. <laughs> um, she can't hear us, so we're just <laughs> laughing at ourselves. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, Blade's mother was born with, uh, was actually given birth to Blade, and there was a an incident where she was having an issue with him. And um, Blade even says, you know, Mama was having a, a, a problem with me even before like I was pain. born. She was experiencing Yeah, like she pain. was having a lot of pain. So um, Blade's mother w- worked in a, in a brothel. A brothel. Brothel. Uh, brothel. Um, a <laughs> and um, I can't. That word's hard for me to say. Uh, but and so during that, they called the doctor and the doctor came in as like a normal person. And, you know, it's like, oh, I can help her and then took advantage of her in the situation. And that was Deacon Frost. So that that kind of spurred that uh, Deacon Frost versus Blade. And he bit her while she was giving birth. And obviously with a umbilical cord, those enzymes that he had was passed on to Blade. So it wasn't like a full vampire. He just had some powers, but not all the powers. He killed the mom, though. He like drained the mom completely. Killed her. Yeah, yeah killed her. Not like in the movie. Take Blade out of her corpse, essentially. Right. And they scared off Deacon Frost so he couldn't kill Blade and uh, raised him as their own in the brothel. 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 Yeah. <laughs> brothel? Yeah. Brothel. 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 brothel? And like, so now like so now what we have is we have a baby who's essentially half vampire, half human. Who sort of, yeah. hates, who hates, yeah, kind of. I mean, has vampire, like, blood in him. They call something. him a dompire, a dompire. It's like half half human, half vampire, but not – he was born, you know, a little bit different. But, like, he has some of the powers. But they call him a Dompier instead of, a, like, yeah. a half vampire. And he vampire. hates vampires. Or they call like, him with Daywalker. 
Daywalker. No, there's. I got a very, very special thing. They don't call him Daywalker till later. That that term comes up after a different event in his life. Um, which I, do you want me to reveal that now, or should we? Is it when he learned to walk, or no, no, dude, reveal it. We're there. Yeah. All right, let's go there. Uh, so, in the obviously, Blade has gone from story to story to story. Like he hasn't had a very good title to su- successful run, right? So he's gone from tomb of dracula to being a part of the avengers to being like a team up with ghost rider he's actually teamed up with spider-man and he teamed up with spider-man to fight morbulus and morbulus is a very different vampire than the normal vampires he has it's almost like a virus that gives him like um it's like the opposite almost except for he has bloodthirst right and so when he when him and spider-man go and hunt morbulus morbulus bites him and Morbius. it changes Morbius, bites him. I like saying Morbius, but whatever. <laughs> suck it. Um, suck it. Um, but he uh, he changes Blade. And instead of... Because Blade, like I said, wasn't like a total vampire. He just had some strengths and some speeds. Uh, and he was very, you know, agile. Agile compared to a normal human. But he didn't have his full power until he was bit by Morbius because of the different enzymes that he gave to Blade. So now he had super speed, super strength. Um, and he also was able to um, basically uh, walk in the day instead of being like a full vampire. Because when he was first born, one of his abilities was he wasn't able to be bit by vampires and change. But Morbius mm-hmm. changed him into a kind of a, a day walker. And that's where that term came from. And so it made him like a little <clears throat> bit more vampire. More vampire, even with the bloodthirst. But he able, was able, and his powers heightened even more. So like now he's even stronger can jump as high as Hulk, can, you know, heal even faster because of what um, Morbius did. Because Morbius did was experiment on himself. He wasn't bitten by a vampire. He experimented himself for, for different reasons. So hmm. before Morbius, he didn't have bloodthirst? That was after Morbius when he got the bloodthirst? That was after Morbius. Have you wow. noticed in like in the when you're reading Tomb of Dracula, he, he's kind of like a normal dude. He's just like a guy yeah. who hangs out yeah. with his wife or his girl and... You know, and you know, try and goes at night and hunts vampires. But it's not until he actually gets bit by Morbius that he turns into a full-fledged vampire um, with fangs, with a bloodthirst. So the 1998 movie is post-Morbius because the the blade that we read in the comics seemed very different from the blade that I knew from the Wesley Wesley Snipes movies. Yeah, Yeah. that guy transitioned way later, 80s and 90s for sure. In the 1990s yeah. is when you first start seeing him with uh, uh, in an anim- the 1990 Spider-Man animated series where he starts wearing leather jackets and he's on a motorcycle and he's got the f- you know the faded top going on and um, that when that's he, when, when he, he gets started- swag when he becomes fucking cool yeah he gets some swag he starts losing the jive the jive talk and he starts getting more because uh, he's very talky like he's very <laughs> verbal in the tomb of dracula he talks Dude, a lot actually he describes everything <laughs> he's doing while he's doing it and who he is every single scene yeah i'm a vampire like, hunter man. and i'm jumping off this wall right now i know I he's like you. eating a bagel mm, look at this bagel cream cheese on that <laughs> <laughs> and it's not thought this bubbles vampire it's thinks dialogue. he's got the drop on me but not this time because I'm too fast. So I stabbed him in the chest with my knife. But then the knife broke. So I went and picked up another knife. Got him in the neck this time. It's like narrating yeah. like step by step. Yeah. With the job like turkey took it this. The job of a right hook. Then I feel left like, hook with the job. I feel like Mitch yeah. Hesberg like wrote the actual lines for <laughs> Like that's why yeah. I felt like he was. <laughs> for sure. Like it's just, it was, it was hilarious. And yeah, surprise, yeah, they could have done it as narration, but they did it as 
word bubbles. Like he's he's audibly saying these things. And if you're the vampire, it's like you kind of talk the whole time. Like just kill me, dude. Like you gotta tell me how you're killing me. Get it's like to it's it. like if Richard Sherman was a superhero. Keep <laughs> yeah, my name out your mouth. I didn't just say anything, can't Richard. Stop talking shit, no matter what. Like just can't. Yeah. Yeah, can. Oh, that's good. I like that. Okay, yeah, so Morbius changed good, the game. Then that's answer. that's a huge plot twist. And 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 if you think about it, in was it the the movies coming out? They're doing the Morbius with Jared Leto, and they're doing the Blade with uh, Marshal Ali. Like I hope they cross Ooh, are over. We're gonna watch the change. I hope so. Ooh, that'd be really that'd be cool. pretty dope. Because that would be dope. I didn't know that was a, such a huge plot point. Like that's that's game changer. What if he's like super like goofy looking with all these colored clothes, and then he gets bit by Morbius, and he comes out the closet, and he's got a fucking just Shades, leather, fade. His hair changes. He's got tattoos on his neck. High top fade. <laughs> yeah, add it up. <laughs> it was Marshall Ali, and then it's Wesley Snipes. He's he comes out of the closet, <laughs> <laughs> and he catches his sunglasses and puts them on slowly. <laughs> I'm back. I paid my taxes. Dude, I'm back. Uh, Wesley Snipes was a great blade. I don't like. I don't Dude, know. Dude, should we talk until about the movies right now? Until he, until he wasn't. Until he wasn't. <laughs> oh man, it, it was a great start. I fucking love those movies. Rewatching them, they hold up. They yeah, they fucking hold up. Like they're not bad. I mean, they're cheesy. Like especially the first one's really cheesy, but it's and the third one. But uh, the second one's not the that first, cheesy. Two out of the three. The I, first one's not. You thought the first one's cheesy? It's it's a little cheesy, but it's entertaining. Like it's good. Like it's not like what was so cheesy about it? Because I I thought it was legit. Dark. Okay, I felt well, like it, it answers the landscape. It answers the age old question: Do vampires learn kung fu when they get bitten? Because I feel like every vampire that he fought knew Kung Fu. And it was just, fuck it, bah, 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 bah. Instead of just being, like, extra strong and predatory, it was, like, Mortal Kombat music and they're having a Kung Fu fight. So I feel like it was, like, a horror Kung Fu action movie, which Bro, everybody, I, love. I love. Everybody knew Kung Fu in the late 90s. Come on. <laughs> I guess Also, so. I feel like the, the original Blade doesn't really get enough credit for, like, how it set the stage for future Marvel movies. Like, I feel like that was, like, the really first, like, Marvel superhero yeah. attempt in theaters. And actually, yeah. it was super successful. Like, that Blade franchise made a fucking ton of money. And so I feel like Marvel came back and sat down and was like, wait a minute, guys. Like, we might be on to something here. And now here we are down the road on this podcast called Hop Heroes because we, like, follow Marvel. Like, Blade was, like, really the beginning of what we now know as the MCU. Well, yeah. I mean, Hulk was before that, right? I mean, the no, wasn't the, that no. wasn't in the eighties? Nope. Not the not the Eric Bana Hulk. I'm talking about the Lou Ferrigno. That was before 1990. Oh, you okay. mean the TV All shows? Right. That was in the seventies. Yeah, those, those are TV shows. Okay. I mean, Plus, there's some dude, other. On, that that sucked. <laughs> that was a t- that was more about Bruce Banner than the Hulk. I mean, the transformation in that show was ridiculous. <laughs> it was like frame by frame by frame. By frame. <gasps> yeah. It was literally yeah. a different actor. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, turns into Lou Ferrigno. Um, yeah, no, I mean that's a great point. It, it, it did because it, I, I think of like superhero movies were existing, but like uh, when was the first uh, at, uh, Tim Burton Batman? What year was that? That was in the eighties. So like DC was like before Marvel. Um, they did a great job with their yeah. movies. And then uh, I guess Blade was Marvel's first step forward, unless we're forgetting something that I can't think of. Um, Not well, that I can also, think of. There they was had also some really awesome. Awesome. Never But Batman was nineteen eighty nine. That was the nineteen eighty nine Tim Burton one. Yeah. But then there was also Spawn. I mean, that's a 
that oh, movie was Spawn shit. was pretty Don't dope. Even bring that up. That's a 1997. Scared me. So that was kid. before Blade, but well after that movie the, was well garbage. Though I mean, what? Martin Martin Sheen it. as the I didn't like, think it the, was that bad. The best part was that was by, was John Leguizamo and 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 being the best part always John Leguizamo. Whatever yeah, I mean in. his best the the clown fit his speech pattern exactly the way that clown speaks, so it wasn't like he was doing anything different. But I I think when it came to Marvel, I think the the Blade movie took that to the next step. I mean, because nobody really knew about Blade prior to that. I didn't know even even though he was in an animated this Spider Man animated series. You know, I had no clue. That he was there. I didn't realize Blade was existed, and probably like most people, yeah, was until the 1998 movie. And right. obviously, I knew Wesley Snipes, but um, I, I mean, I didn't even think about it as cheesy. I just thought it was action-packed, uh, dark, dark music. Um, and I knew the director was pretty good, even though he did uh, *League of Extraordinary Gentlemen*. Um, yeah, yeah, he did. But the you know butchered knew, that one. <laughs> so <clears throat> I knew that wasn't great, but. It was just. I also uh, think, uh, oh, Matt, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, you go. Go ahead. Bob. Oh, I was just gonna jump in and say. I also think that, um, like, Blade is is a prime example of how like, um, the movies can like how much movies can contribute to the canon. Like, I feel like as we like continue to do this, like we're we're approaching year three of doing this, and we've been like pretty deep into like comics now for almost three years, and. One thing that I that I kind of thought when I started that's changed now is that I thought when I started the canon was only written and movies had to kind of like adhere to whatever had been written and or or they were not doing it correctly like I, like the, what was written was like gold as far as the truth of the character but I feel like movies are developing the canon just as much as any anything that's written and i feel like blade is a perfect example because if you tell anybody like think of blade what's blade gonna be even this movie with um how do you say his name marsha holla marshalla or marsha holla i don't know yeah yeah um mr ali even this movie with marsha holla ali i hope that's how you spell it say it but (laughs) it's clearly influenced by wesley snipes blade i mean the character design is it's not the exact same but it's clearly influenced by, by by wesley snipes and I feel like that's just, I mean, the movies contribute to the canon. And in this case, the Blade movies are, I would say, more, con- bigger contributors than the original comics were. Yeah. That's a that's a big, actually, conversation we had um, not too long in in Action City Comics. Um, shout out to Action City Comics. Because it was, it was like, what is the catalyst to make this character even bigger? To actually be able, so now that's popular enough to create more content because sometimes if it's not very popular it kind of dies off and they don't really give you any more content it's like the end of that that character right and blade for the longest time his comics were so bad they just quit making content for him so that's where they just kind of Mm -hmm. threw him in to these special um team-ups you know and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. the blade thing came up now it's more of a movie character than it is a comic book character i mean they try to revamp it in about 2007 and that comic book wasn't great either um and i mean he's he's turned i mean spider-man was a vampire i mean santa claus was a vampire it was just a really weird story santa claus was a vampire yeah that's awesome they're trying whatever they can to to reunite this and i think it was right after the third blade movie that they tried to do this and it just wasn't very good and it's uh, it's one of those things where like it's got a great origin story but everything else is like you're still killing vampires, and it's like, eh, you know, that's eh, it's kind of old. Yeah, 
I feel like the character itself, like he doesn't have the most dialogue and he's not presented well. Like he can't reach his full potential on paper. Like the best right. thing about Blade is the action, the swag, the music, the cool, like you just fucking like, this is sick. And you know, like it's hard to capture that in a comic. And like, I, I completely agree with you, Zach. Like, it, it completely like rewrote the character for a movie platform and everybody loved it. And it was a huge success. And I'm glad they did that because if it was just the comics, and we didn't have those movies, like Blade would be an afterthought, and everybody would think, hey, maybe that's a cool cool idea, but, like, it's just a black Van Helsing, you know? or what? Like, it's just, it's nothing compared to what it is now. And, yeah, uh, Norrington <laughs> it's just, did that. It's, it's just iced out Constantine at this point. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, Constantine's way cooler, actually, because his, his, uh, his storyline was actually like his great. His look is very cyberpunky. Like that whole late '90s trench coat, sunglasses, like yeah. dark bass music. Like it's very cyberpunk, dude. dude like, there kind of is. There's a it, dope. It's, uh, it's very cyberpunk, man. But it's awesome. The, the soundtrack's actually pretty dope too. And the second it's one actually, had a, a dope ass Mos Def song in it that I fucking downloaded on Spotify after I watched it. Damn, you don't have to send me that. I against I, I. I feel like you could take Blade from those movies, pick them up, and then drop them into any scene in the Matrix, and you'd just be like, "Yep." Yeah, got it. Like I feel like it's like you wouldn't even skip a beat. Like you'd just be like, "Word, okay." Oh, he oh, has this a sword. One's a vampire. Damn, that's wild. All right, let's see what happens next. Like I feel like it would just be. That's so it's true. Very similar character design. That's so true. And then, like I, I personally think that Blade Two. I mean, Blade One set the stage, but Blade Two was really fucking good. Like Del Toro was on it. Del Toro, yeah. The action was sick. The idea that like he had to team up with his enemy to fight a new enemy, like the Reapers. And, like, they had, uh, shit, what's his name? Uh, your boy, uh, Ron Perlman. He was one of the, the hunters. Dude, uh, is it Eat Man or IP Man, Vinny? Your boy, the Kung Fu Master? Ip Man. Ip Man? Ip Man is Snowman, dude. He's in the group of the fighters, oh, the vampires. Um, shoot, what's his name? Oh, now you're going to make me have a brain fart. Sorry. Uh, Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. Yeah, dude. Donnie he Yen, was Yen. super yeah. sick with the sword. And then they had Ron dude, Perlman, in- like... He's amazing, dude. His some of his uh, older movies when he's younger are just like unbelievable, to be honest. Like, but no, he's, he's yeah. a savage. I watched uh, that for the first Blade, time at your house. Blade Two is my favorite as well, just because it's Del Toro movie and like the whole creation of that crazy vampire and just yeah. Yeah, it's it like a little bit more horror focused. Mm-hmm. It's and Del Toro does is great at creating creatures. Yeah, like he really is, and they had Norman Reedus in it, like, mm-hmm. and he—he's his name's fucking Scud. <laughs> he's Scud, just, yeah, it's a terrible yeah. name, but it fits. Uh, yeah, so I—I I really like two. Um, I mean, three is—it is what it is. It's garbage. Yeah, it's just a deal. It, it was a sad Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that was a stretch. Um, but one and two, man, like, especially when the comics were so bad, very, very impressive, and, and completely saved the character. Really cool stuff. Um, what else we got on? Uh, oh, actually, the one movie that we forgot to talk about was Blade Rises. Um, still in production, uh, written by Jordan and Brandon Arith back in I think two thousand. Oh my god! Uh, oh my god! The, the screenplay it was uh, starring you know Cameron Hayes, Kyler. Bro, Kyler you Kyler had Hayes. me for a second. I was like, what? Blade Rises? What's going on? I know. We, me too. I was like, wait, we what? made a, another movie. Uh, me and my brother wrote a Blade mock 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 movie, whatever, and. It was basically Dracula. Dracula has an assistant 
who he's sexually attracted to and is played by CJ. And he is always like super creepy with him. And CJ finds the location of the amulet. And so Dracula rounds up all the vampires in the universe. So he gets Edward from Twilight. He gets uh, Tom Cruise (laughs) from Interview with a Vampire. But it's really just Tom Cruise and he thinks he's a vampire. Um, And he gets uh, the dude from Lost Boys, played by Kiefer Sutherland. I can't remember his name right now. And then he gets Jacob uh, from... uh, Twilight and Zach was supposed to play Jacob, but he bailed, so we had to replace it with uh, one brand friends. But we have it all recorded, and it will be coming to a, a YouTube channel near you here here shortly. Once we get that shit, up <laughs> I really ordered. thought you were going to say theater near you. Are you going <laughs> to release it? I thought I thought that something happened where you lost all the footage or something. No, we have all the footage, just we lost our equipment, so we can't upload it. So I need to get a tape deck and upload it and edit it and shit. But we have like. 80% of the movie. Well, films. now you have to release it. You just told the po- you just told I the know. world you're going to release it. Well, this is the reason I wanted to start this podcast 2 years ago was just to create hype for Blade Rises. So, uh, this <laughs> wow. it's all been building up to I this point. I got roped so far into this long <laughs> con, bro. It's been like 3 years and I've just been a fucking helper to plug Blade Rises. It'll be worth it. I'll give you uh, some royalties. Um but yeah, I mean, I think let's talk about okay, let's let's talk a little bit about The Tomb of Dracula because Honestly, there's a few like the dialogue was god awful. The artwork was old, so I'm not gonna hate the artwork. But wearing goggles, he's using daggers, like wooden daggers and a machete. Like didn't have a cool sword ever. Um, One thing that was kind of cool is the Deacon Frost. He was a scientist, and in the movie, he's like a fucking like meth dealer (laughs) or whatever. Like he he went straight like a drug dealer. He was like a drug dealer, which is the later storyline in Blade Vampire. It yeah. was such a such a twist on his character. Like he's like like a majestic and and intelligent and shit in the comic and the fucking uh, in the movie. He's just like this uh, frost. I'm gonna smoke cigarettes. He's got bangs. I like his yeah, bangs. Yeah, kind of like perfectly dangle. Like, Stephen Dorff's like just dangle perfectly in front. Yeah, yeah. So that was a kind of cool twist. My favorite part of the comic was probably realizing that Blade doesn't like people. Like it, it's he's like a superhero that doesn't give a shit about humanity. He just wants to make vampires suffer. And like, he, yeah. he even goes out and says that. He goes, I don't care about humanity. I never claimed to be a hero. I'm a vampire hunter. And I just want to see vampires suffer. And I was like, dude, that's so the coolest You want to hear some irony on that? Yes. You want to hear some irony on that? Yes. And that? Yes, I do. So back to the origin stuff with Blade, um, which I never really mentioned his father, but there is a storyline where his father, um, who is, is, his name is Lucas Cross, who was a humanitarian and they actually were trying to fight vampires. And so when his mom became pregnant, he actually shipped her to the UK because they were in in Transylvania looking for vampires and he was murdered. Uh, But they were actually humanitarians and she got shipped to uh, obviously, you know, like I said, UK and to give birth to their son and his dad was actually white. So that was kind of a, a, Oh wow. A a different little take I saw on there. Hmm. So so his dad was a humanitarian, and then he grew up deciding that he doesn't give a shit about people. He just wants to kill vampires the whole time. Yeah, but 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 in all actuality, I mean, how many people has he saved? A ton. But that's a not ton. his priority, I mean, you know. Yeah, it's not his priority, but he ends up doing like <laughs> he ends up doing his dad's more, work, more even though he didn't mean to. He could, yeah, he could say yeah. that, but he could he could just wait for the vampires to feed and then kill him, you know, like he. He does save people. You're right. I think he. I know that's what I mean. Like it's not like he like stands and waits and watches people die and then like kills a vampire. Like, <laughs> yeah. He steps in. So he saves fucked. people all the time. Well, there's kind of He's a really conflicted. cool. There's kind of in the first movie. I kind of thought about that because in the first movie with with Wesley Snipes, he actually allows uh, Deacon Frost's little um, kind of crony to kind of live 
and he winds up biting people and turning them into vampires. So he kind of didn't really do a good job there of saving people from not being vampires. You know what I mean? So he, yeah. I can kind of see where, where that came into where he's kind of an asshole like that. But he does save people, which is not on purpose. He saved Scud in the second one. He was like getting eaten alive by vampires and he saved him. Now he has all these scars on his chest. And then Scud was like his servant until he backstabbed him in the yeah. end. That little shit. It, yeah. yeah. He also went through great lengths to try to save uh, Saffron in uh Yeah, but comics. that's his boo. His girl. You know? like yeah. well, He also went through great lengths to try to save his homie's girl. Oh, his yeah. His homie's girl was like uh, being possessed by She had like reverse vampire. Frost. Yeah. That was crazy. And she like, like Dude, that's the other thing. They swim a lot in Blade in the Tomb of Dracula. He he's quite the diver, dude. He was swimming like following <laughs> boats and like ships. It's like it's like a subliminal message, like, hey guys, black people can swim. <laughs> <laughs> he, he found everything was on a ship at some point or in a lighthouse. Like he finds ways. There was, and he it was swims like a, a special f- cruise, right? With like celebrities in and like the high yeah, end. Dracula and like hijacked. This guy brought Dracula in to like as a as an entertainment and Dracula's like, I'm gonna lure somebody out here to <laughs> eat them. Yeah. God, that scene was so cool creepy that was like the one of the most cringy scenes because he like finds a woman like in a party yeah and he's like ooh that one and then he like basically games her up and like convinces her to like take him to her room yeah it's all, it's all you know what yeah. else he's also dracula also has a type you ever notice in the book like it's always a blonde lady that he like goes after yeah he likes the it's bimbos like, he's a bit of a type he's a <laughs> like i'm telling you he's rapist is dracula okay I don't he's tommy lee he's dude he wants those, yeah. those Pam Anderson. I Andersons. feel like the way that vampires are portrayed as a whole in the comics, like I feel like in the movies, the vampires are like monstrous mm-hmm. and kind of like, like they get like be- uh, like bestial almost. And like in the comics, they're very much not so, I mean, they can get like that too, but the, the higher vampires are way more like gentlemanly, but like predatorial and yeah. just... Well, that's like a common it's... vampire thing, isn't there's always like a level of class or like a level of erotica to the vampires? Like they're like. Well, I think it's evolved from. Ben so, Van what Stroker's level of vampire, vampire is Edward? Is Edward. he like a super high vampire? Edward, like yeah, what level? I don't fucking. I never saw Twilight. I don't know. Oh yeah, me <laughs> I, I saw Twilight <laughs> twice in the theater. <laughs> How, okay, what level vampire is Edward? Is he strong? Does he fuck shit up? I don't know, man. His skin twinkles, though. Um, I turn the movie off every time. Uh, yeah, it's a hard movie to hey, watch. In, in Vinny's I, defense, because this is what, when we talk about Robert Pattinson as Batman, this is what I always bring up, and Vinny makes fun of me. He's like, he's been in other movies. I saw The Lighthouse with Willem Dafoe, and it was fucking sick. It's not what I, I meant I to watch that this weekend, but I never got it's to. It's kind it. of a it's mind got fuck. Willem Dafoe, too. I mean, who... Willem Dafoe kills it. I mean, yeah. He's good at it. He's Come a crazy old sailor. Forever. You fought! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you fought! Um, Did you see it, Vinny? One last thought on the vampires, because I think it's a kind of an important kind of uh, subject with Blade, is I, I, it's the vampire has evolved. I mean, I've read Bram, Bram Stoker's, you know, Dracula, and it, and it went from a, a love-torn vampire to almost like a sexually... And that's probably turned over time as humans, you know kind of evolved as perverts you know throughout and uh even you know in written language um perverts. 60s and 70s probably did that a lot but um but you know in bam strokers he's he's just he's love torn right so he does all this thing because he can't he's alone a, a lot of times dracula is a lonely uh villain he's not really you know he's always kind of pushing people away or you know or just the, the cop 
Yeah, I mean, he sleeps in a... I mean, that's such a such a big thing. I mean, vampires sleep in coffins. I mean, they're not sleeping next to anybody. So, I think that... Lost that Boys, kind of, dude. They had, a, they had a pack. Like, they were... Yeah, that was different. That was a different vampire, right? That was... I don't yeah. I don't even know what those vampires were about. 80s culture, I guess. Um, Bikers, I dude. Bikers. Just yeah. Living fast. Uh, dying Trump, hard. <laughs> a saxophone uh, kind of music, you know, leading into rock, I guess, kind of stuff. But... Um, I don't know, but that's just kind of my my two cents about it. and and you kind of have to think about that when you read this old Blade stuff because it, it really is it's a it's a Dracula comic book it's not a Blade comic book but Blade is kind of sprinkled throughout and there's a lot of good storylines because of Dracula and you know I think that it, that if like the way it evolved it's kind of funny and um to 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 now I think it's a good. I, I kind of hope they bring Dracula in the new Blade movie too. By the way, they got it. That works out. Dracula I wonder how they're going to do the vampires in the new movie. I don't know. I, yeah, they're have sparkles, like you said. It's going to be. A, I hope they sparkle. Um, I'm going to be pissed <laughs> if they sparkle. So that wraps up our story time segment. And this week, instead of going into Beneath the Ink, we're actually going behind the scenes with Zach because he has some fun tidbits from Blade Trinity that he wanted to share with the world. So Zach, what happened behind the scenes in Blade Trinity? Well, Jordan. Let me let me tell you. Um, so basically, uh, yeah, I wanted to go into because um, I heard that Blade Trinity was a shit show um, behind the scenes, and so I looked into exactly what uh, made it such a shit show. And um, one of the actors on the the movie, Patton Oswalt, uh, recently did an interview where he opened up about why Blade Trinity was such a shit show. So I'm going to read that interview or just select quotes. Um, so he quotes, and he's talking about uh, Wesley Snipes. He wouldn't come out of the trailer, and he would smoke weed all day. <laughs> then, I remember one day on set, they let everyone pick their own clothes. There was one black actor who was also kind of kind of a club kid, and he wore this shirt with the word garbage on it in big stylish letters. And it was his shirt, and Wesley came down to the set, which he only did for close-ups. Everything else was done by a stand-in. It's amazing. Um, and yeah, he just didn't. He just didn't work. <laughs> I only did one scene with him. Um, but he comes on and goes, there's only one other black guy in the movie and you make him wear a shirt that says garbage? You racist motherfucker. <laughs> and then he tried to strangle the director, uh, David Goyer. Oh my god, I love it. You racist motherfucker and then tries to strangle the director. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, there was a lot, of, a lot of egos on that set, I imagine, with Wesley, Ryan Reynolds, Beale. Ryan Reynolds does not oh. have an ego. <laughs> He's Canadian. <clears throat> He's Canadian. He's too. He's too polite. He's all ego, all ego. And um, <laughs> it, it continues though. It continues. Oh God. Um, so Oswald recalls that Snipes would stay in character throughout the whole shoot for the film. When Oswald introduced himself, Snipes simply said, "I'm Blade." Furthermore, a lot of the Method lines acting. that Ryan. W- yeah, yeah. He just. He literally would just introduce himself as Blade. A lot <laughs> of the he lines. He was high. That Ryan, <laughs> I thought he was. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the lines that Ryan Reynolds has uh, were just a result of Wesley not being there for the scene. <laughs> that's incredible. So, yeah, that's he just wasn't there. That makes me want to watch it again and just look for that shit. Yeah. That's that's incredible, dude. Uh, yeah, it, oh, go, go, ahead. go ahead. No, I was gonna go into Goyer. Oh, okay. Um, it all came to a head when Wesley Snipes apparently sat down with David David Goyer and said, according to Oswald, "I think you need to quit." You're detrimental to this movie. And apparently, Goyer's response was, Why don't you quit? We've got all your close-ups, and we can shoot the rest with your stand-in. 
And that freaked Wesley out so much that for the rest of the production, he would only communicate with the director through post-it notes, and he would sign each post-it note from Blade. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude. He's, he's my hero. That's amazing. That's so funny. It's the best thing I've ever heard. Fucking fucking Wesley, dude. So yeah, that's a little little bit of information on why Trinity was such a shit show. Because I think Wesley Snipes lost his damn mind, bro. That dude. Oh my god, that makes me so happy. Oh, Oh, thank you for taking us into that 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 segment. Oh man, David Goyer actually uh, look. He wrote Batman Begins. And he is writing the Sandman series that's coming out. So he's a legit uh, screenwriter. He actually wrote a lot of screen screenplays for a lot of comic book movies. Yeah, um, I doubt he'll be right of... working with Wesley Snipes. I hope so somehow. <laughs> I don't know. Uh... <laughs> Post-it notes. That's amazing. All right. Well, uh, let's go into our uh, final segment before we plug um, Craft or Trash. So let's do Tomb of Dracula. That was a story arc that we read for Blade. Um, I'll start it off. Uh, I did not like it, and it was uh, <laughs> forewarned from Jr. Like this is tough, a tough read. Like just get through it, and I, I almost didn't. Like it was, it was, it was hard, man. The, the dialogue was so unrelatable not and and not grind. not clever. The, oh, the yeah. artwork was bland. He didn't even fucking kill Dracula in that arc. Like it's just like how do you mean? How do you kill Dracula when it's the the fucking story is about Dracula though? So it's like well, they kept referring to like Slayer to try and kill. It's not even gonna work. It's like the worst. At the end, you you do it. Damn it! It, Like I have a climax. (laughs) It had no climax, and it was just like assortment of stories and like everyone like it's just weirdly like referring back to Dracula's dead and they think he's dead, but he's not really. And but the 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 act of him getting killed never occurs in this story arc. It's just like referring back to it. So all the cool shit you don't see. And and you see like a little tussle on a boat with Dracula and then he tussles with Deacon Frost a little bit and that was it. The only cool part was uh the voodoo fucking snake. The voodoo woman turned to this giant snake, which yeah. kinda reminded me of like Aladdin when Jafar went went ham. And uh there was one part where Deacon was calling and she was like, oh, well, you can't come into my house if you're not invited. He goes, but I'm already inside. And like that was like a cool panel. It was like all dark. I was like, dude, that was kind of cool. Um, and the fact that I found out he doesn't like people and he just wants to make vampires suffer. Those are the only three things that I liked. But if we're going just a story arc and not the movies, I give this fucking comic a 2.0 trash can. Fucking awful. Would not recommend reading it. Just watch the movies. It's the best it's going to get. Uh, Would not recommend. Zach, what do you got? Um, I mean, as far as the comic goes, I'm pretty pretty in line with you. The one thing about Blade, though, that I that I think is worth mentioning is that I think the strength of Blade has always been in the potential of the character. Like, I think that like Blade has always been interesting. Like, we kind of touched on it with his origin story, how the the mom died and. Then he became half vampire, half human, with like this hellbent fury towards the killer of his mom and the species that, that killer represents, and that's like just really interesting stuff. And I think that for a long time, Blade has survived on the potential of the character because I don't know. I like as we kind of discussed, the comics haven't been super great, and this is not 
um, an outlier in that. Th this is not a good comic either. I, I found I found it super grindy to get through. Um, but having said that, I think the character um, is dope, and I think that even t still today, it, like the full potential hasn't been tapped. And I think that um, Wesley Snipes got close, but I I I still feel like Blade is could be like one of the coolest Marvel characters out there, and so. It's just a wealth of potential I see. So, um, I'm going to give this a trash. I think the comic is not good. Um, but I do think the origin story is dope. And I think the character overall, even in this comic, um, is dope as shit. And I just feel like uh, somebody needs to come by and do this character justice. Alright, what's, uh, what's your rating? What number? Um, I'll give it a three. Alright. JR. Uh, Alright, so, I mean, I've... I've had I've been in discussions with about Blade for for many many years now and it's never never good. There's not one story arc that's great at that he's like the star of it. So um it, it was it is a grind it's a grind read because it's an older read. Um it was very interesting to me at, at parts because I get to see kind of history of writing, you know, you kind of dig into, you know, how writers were thinking back then and um but other than that that's I mean that's the only thing that intrigued me and the story wasn't very it wasn't very fun at all actually the action was really boring he's like chasing bats through downtown <laughs> or something I don't know yeah and they're leathery the, yeah the leathery wings of a bat that comes through the window they you said know? leathery wings like, like twelve times <laughs> I know and I just I didn't I didn't like it, I felt like they were just tar it wasn't like a very good like book to read for a general like i feel like targeting women a little bit in the book and i was kind of uncomfortable at times and um but the character is a great character i agree with all you guys all what you said is very good points and blade has always been one of these kind of it's kind of reminds me of hellboy a little bit a lot a lot of potential and there's except for blade, it's like the opposite like They've done really good with the comics, but the, the movies have kind of done like yeah, okay. Yeah, I feel like the Hellboy the comics are fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the opposite. It's like Blade's comics are shit, and the movies have actually helped it. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I feel like it's that in that line. Um, I mean the the Del Toro stuff was really good too, but uh, for Hellboy, but it, it he's one of these off characters that's not mainstream that's trying to crack into mainstream, and it's it's you know it's one of those things. So I'm gonna give it a two. Um, trash. That is a shitty comic Oof. book <laughs> from Oof. all from all angles. I've read some from the '80s. I read some from the '90s. I've read some from the 2000s, and it's not good. <laughs> the only thing Just... that's that's only is, is I love the way Blade looks. I love the potential of Blade. Like Zach said, I think he could be super powered. He can almost be a demigod. I think at some point. Um, but uh, other than than the normal things, it's just a shitty comic all the way around yeah Shitty. all right and vin didn't read this this episode so the uh the, lucky duck the try yeah, yeah. You, you lucked out that's our our lowest score since we started with the show so 2.3 it's about as hey, trash guys. as you can get before zach's oh. one star trash can of black panther um, can we can we read something cool <laughs> yeah let's read something i feel cool like next. these last couple weeks have just been kind of grindy Constantine was cool. I like Constantine, but yeah. 
yeah, we'll uh, we'll spice it up for you guys. Uh, we're we're putting together our next uh, six months. Oh, well, this this was our like our so. Halloween run, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. Halloween World, season uh, is officially over. Let's go straight to Christmas. maybe exploration. Spider Man Thanksgiving. Okay. Let's do that. Yeah, like Spider Man Thanksgiving. Just everybody's holding hands and saying what they're thankful for. That sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go into plugs. Uh, Zach, you got anything you want to plug tonight? Um, I don't really have anything to plug, just same stuff. Uh, rzenith.com, got a lot of cool projects on there. Um, please tweet uh, at Hop Heroes Podcast on Twitter. Um, you know, word of mouth is kind of how we get new listeners. So if you've been listening to the show and you like what we're doing, um, you know, tell a friend and we would uh, very much appreciate it. And other than that, hope you guys have a, have a dope week. You jive turkeys. You jive turkeys. Jr. Okay. What do you got for us? Uh, I got I got nothing. Um, just you know, don't do what we did. Was don't replay. <laughs> watch yeah. the movies. Don't re- watch the movies. Skip the comics. <laughs> Whatever you have. You're to not do missing too much. Life. Don't put Blade comics yeah. involved. All Try right. Something else. Vinny, Seattle till you die. West Ham till I die. I die. That's all I gotta say. Sounders yeah. MLS Cup, baby. Go Sounders. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, and just shout out to all the listeners out there. Please tell your friends. Thank you so much. Uh, follow us at Hop Heroes Pod, Instagram and Twitter. Check us out on YouTube so you can see us wearing our dope-ass shades and my dope-ass garnishes for my Bloody Mary. And Zach looks like Hancock. So uh, thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you guys <laughs> next week.